Hi, welcome to History with a Twist with your host, Caitlin Mitchell. Today we're going to be talking about the school-to-prison pipeline in America and how to fix students all over the country. What is the school-to-prison pipeline, you may ask? And I'm here to explain. The school-to-prison pipeline is when disadvantaged students become incarcerated during high school or directly out of it due to harsh school punishments such as expulsion or suspension. When suspending a student, they're more likely to feel not wanted in the school and wanting to drop out. The same goes for expulsion. Students who are mostly affected by the school-to-prison pipeline are students of color, students who have been abused, or have absent parents. Many students go to school and look up to the adults and teachers they see when they're at school because they don't have the support at home. When they get suspended or expelled, they may feel as if they don't have support anywhere in their life, causing them to rebel. Sending a student home from school, suspending or expelling them, could lead them back to their abusive household with absent parents or where they're around drug use, which could cause them to rebel because they don't know how to handle their feelings and they don't have anybody around them supporting them. Schools just sending them home for the safety of other students, they may I feel as if they should find a different alternative than what they are doing. There are countless amount of cases of students who felt failed by the school systems and who were also failed at home. Example, Christian Ramirez. He was expelled in the first grade and labeled a troublemaker all throughout the school systems. The rest of his schools always looked at him bad. He was arrested at the age of 15, and but he only learned to read at the age of 16. I feel as if that's a failed child. They failed him at school. He was arrested before he was even able to read. Another example is Anthony Ferguson. He had a lot of the issues that we see with people in the school to prison pipeline. Abusive parents, abuse in general, um, school systems would expel him or force him to transfer because he was in gangs instead of helping him trying to find ways for him to better himself and get out of the gangs. Before he turned 17, he was arrested 11 times because schools would just transfer him instead of trying to find the source of a problem. Another example is Don Adrian Bruce. He was suspended for throwing up a supposed gang, th- gang sign when in reality, it was just a number on his football jersey. Now, he didn't go to jail for it, but if you see a school like that, somewhere that a child goes every day to learn and to be accepted, getting expelled for something like that could make a child feel the need to rebel. My long-term goal is to cut down the amount of students going to jail while they're in school or directly out of school. Now, my short-term goals for that would to be find more supportive teachers who have better solutions to punish students than sending them out of school back to abusive homes. That's going to be hard to do because we may not have any other better solutions, but I think it's important to look at what is in the student's best interest, even though they are getting punished. The change is necessary because you do need to support students and keep them away from trouble, especially when the students are looking up to teachers because they do not have the parents at home to look up to. The Chief Justice and Governor of North Carolina feels that there needs to be a change in the way that students are disciplined and the way that punishment is handled. They referred to a case where a 10-year-old African-American boy in Michigan was charged with aggravated assault after injuring another student during a dodgeball game at school. Mind you, the boy was 10 years old and they were playing dodgeball. Injuries happen during any sport at any time. School systems and school boards are seeing this problem all over America, and they feel it is important to find a change. But it is hard to figure out what else we can do. Now, putting a student who is known in a gang in the schools can be dangerous, but it can also be dangerous to send them home to a non-supporting family. So it is important that we find alternate ways to punish a child and to keep everybody around us safe. 
I feel as if a solution to this issue should be if the suspension or expulsion is felt to be racially motivated or in the student's worst interest, then the parent should be able to take the issue to the court system with the school. I feel as if, if it is obvious that what is going on is not helping the child improve themselves in any way or get a better education or anything, I feel as if there should be ways to fix it. And now schools are not always as open, and I feel as if taking it to the court systems and finding a better solution for that student specifically would benefit students all around the world a lot. What I want you guys to remember is it's always important to support any student that you see is in need. If you see a troubled student, support them and do what you can to the best of your abilities. What would you do if you were in their situation? How would you want people to help? Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.